Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching... FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! And apparently the Dodgers and Cubs are just going to play forever. They are in the bottom of the 11th inning. Each team has scored a run in each of the extra innings. Dodgers get a run in the 10th. 
Cubs tie it in the bottom of the 10th. Dodgers get one in the top of the 11th. The Cubs have now tied it at five apiece. There are two on and two out as the Dodgers trying to stop this losing skid and the Cubs are trying to get within one game of 500. This has not been a great last week and a half for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, Free baseball, though, baby. Last 20 games, uh, they have the worst record in baseball. I mean, that's really something. The last 20 games, they have the worst record in all of baseball. Even the Mets, with Francisco Lindor hitting 150 bleeping seven, have been better than the Dodgers the past 20 games. Well, I'll tell you this, though. They they need – we talked about Kyrie Irving a few minutes ago. They need his sagebrush. Mm. Stop the injuries. Stop the bullpen ineffectiveness. Oh, because it's it's gotten into ugly, ugly terms at this point. They've gone uh, six pitchers thus far. Uh, we'll see if they can get out of the eleventh. Uh, we'll keep you updated on that game. But clearly, look the the baseball story and really the sports story of the day is we had a no hitter yeah. earlier today for the Baltimore Orioles. And and coming up in a couple minutes, I'll tell you how my family uh, affected this no hitter. And I mean, no, it really did. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not saying like, oh, you're fine. No, no, no. My family affected this no-hitter and stopped it from being a perfect game. But first, John Means is no-hitter. And I've been waiting to do this for a while. You know what's coming. And you know it's going to be fun. How would Berman announce John Means pitching a no-hitter oh, for no. the Orioles? Okay. Okay. You ready? You ready? I'm afraid, but I'm, sure. I got, I got five good ones. I'm going to save my favorite one for last. Okay, let's go. All right, here we go. Mm. All right. Berman announcing John Means pitching a no-hitter. TJ, now we know John Means business on the mound. TJ. (sighs) Okay, okay. That's a start. TJ, a pitcher of modest means now has a (laughs) no-hitter. That's actually that's not bad, especially when you go into the history of John Means and mm-hmm. his career. That's pretty good. TJ, both Van Halen and the Orioles riding on mean streets tonight. TJ. Oh, really? I like that one. Tyson last one. Jer- last one was. I better, like that one. No, I like that one. That's right. okay. TJ. The Orioles simply had the ways and means to finish off the no-hitter. <laughs> you brought politics in. You lose. <laughs> I just brought up ways and means. I mean, the ways and means committees get you into politics, and then we have problems. And now you just went off the third rail. You got people cursing at the radio. Look right. what you did. Because I just said ways and means. That's right. You triggered people. You hateful. Un-American. This is my favorite one. You ready? This is my favorite sure. one. This one, I promise you, this is good. This is going to kill you. Ready? Okay. All right. Hang on. Wait a minute. Because I don't want to blow it. Because Deep breath. Don't you I get one take. It. I know. I'm my own biggest it's live fan radio. Right. Let's go. TJ, I had to call my friend on the phone. He answered. I said, hey, Natron, Means has just pitched a no-hitter. TJ. I hate you. <laughs> I got Natron means it. <laughs> I give him credit for that. And a lot of you want to tell the audience who Natron means is. Oh yeah, because I, gotta I mean, you got to be of a certain Natron age to know who the hell Natron means is. And to me, that's funny as hell. <laughs> and to some of our audience, that's great. Uh, Natron means. Oh boy, I got to ride means. Yeah, Natron no, no, no. means business. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, those are other Bermanisms. <laughs> All right, hang on. Let, let me explain to millennials who Natron okay, means. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Natron means a former professional American football running back who played for the San Diego Chargers, Jacksonville Jaguars, the Carolina Panthers of the NFL from 1993 to 2000. There we go. That's Natron means. couple of uh, stints with the Chargers, 45 career touchdowns. Yeah, I, I tell you, yeah, his his second year was a great year. Like he was a huge fantasy guy. Oh yeah, like, his second year, he went for, like fourteen hundred yards at twelve touchdowns. Yeah, Berman used to call the nickname was Refried Means. I like that. That was pretty he was, good. He was he was Refried Means. Hey, you know, you want a good story? So I used to work with Robin Roberts. Like when I was a PA at ESPN, and she was there. Robin Roberts is probably I'm not I'm not exaggerating. She is probably the nicest person I have ever met in my entire career in 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 in, in sports. Night, purely the nicest person I've ever met. Uh, number one, she brought donuts in when she would work on Sports Center AM on the weekends. Oh my God, she was so nice, and um, she was uh, like I said, nicest person in the world. So he, so Natron Means has this big game, and you know she's getting ready to do the highlight, and she says, and she said to me because I was prompting, she goes, Jason, Jason Means, what, 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 what's his first name again? And I said Natron, and she goes, right, because all I could hear in my head is just Berman saying, you know, refried means, refried means. <laughs> It was so funny. It was like when he first came on, like nobody knew who he was, right? Like it was ni- it was 1993, and it was like nobody knew who he was. Who's nature? Nobody knew who he was. And here's here's a highlight she's got. Her. She's, I just know he just says refried means. <laughs> refried means. Hey, Natron. Means has just pitched a no hitter. That's pretty good. That's pretty I'm glad good. you like that. That's uh, uh, no. You got uh, Natron means in. He's yeah, now I mean, an really. offensive analyst for North Carolina. So college football season, we should have him on. Oh, is he really? I did not know that. That's what he's doing now? Yeah, I didn't know I that. Okay. That it's a wow. recent edition. I think it's just uh, okay. Yeah, just last month he got added on. So nice. Yeah, this football season we'll have to uh, ferret him out and go down memory lane. All right. Very good. All right. But, but it is a big night for John Means. No yeah. hitter for the Baltimore Orioles. The first no hitter uh, by a, an individual pitcher for the Orioles since Jim Palmer in 1969. They had a combined no hitter in 1991. But you talk about this. The, before I was born was the last time an Orioles pitcher threw a no hitter. And here's how it sounded today. John Means beating the Seattle Mariners. And the line first pitch. A swing and a line drive. It is caught by the Shortstop Barrios and John Means has done it in Seattle. He has thrown a no-hitter as the Orioles take down the Mariners six to nothing. John Means joins the elite ranks of Orioles pitchers who have thrown a no-hitter. It is the first individual no-hitter since Jim Palmer in 1969. The first overall no-hitter since 1991 in Oakland. Hey, Natron, Means just pitch. Okay, so there's the call. <laughs> Orioles Radio Network, Means with a no-hitter. It's a great story. But here's what I mean when I say my family had everything to do with this not being a perfect game and instead being a no-hitter. All right, I can never go to Baltimore again because clear, this is absolute truth. Now, why was this game a no-hitter and not a perfect game? In the third inning... There was a wild pitch on a strike three that a runner got to first base on. The runner was then uh, called out uh, stealing second, so it's not like they were able to – you know, he was he was out the next place. It was 27 up and 27 down, but it's not a no-hitter because the batter got to first base, swung at strike three, the ball got by the catcher, and he got to first base before the throw went down. So this is the third inning when no one's thinking no-hitter, perfect game, anything no, else. Sure. Third inning, this is what happened, and it's this play because – 
it's my wife's cousin by marriage who was the one who struck out and got to first base. Sam Haggerty. This is the play that ruined the perfect game. The one-two pitch to Haggerty, swinging a miss, but it gets by Severino, and Haggerty's going to reach on a drop third strike. And a one-out base runner for the Mariners, their first of the game, and it comes on a devastating breaking ball. And a swing and a miss by Haggerty, but it went right through the five-hole of Pedro Severino. Orioles Radio Network on the call. Again, in the third inning, you're not thinking anything, but that's the only time a runner reached base, and because it was an error, it's not a perfect game. I know it stinks, but that's the way it is. It's an error. But it's my wife's cousin, my marriage, who was Sam Haggerty, who broke this up and had the presence of mind to get down to first base. And he's a fast runner. It's why he's in the majors, because he's one of the – he's got Trey Turner-like speed. Uh, he's that fast. Like when the Mets brought him up a couple of years ago, uh, he brought him up to pinch run. He's playing really well with the Mariners. It's awesome. We went to go see him play in spring training a couple of years ago. He went to Arizona and got to see him And when he was at the Diamondbacks organization. And we got to see him play, and, and it was it was really fun. And uh, – you know, here he is, and I'm like, oh, my God, he's the one that, that, that broke up the, the perfect game and turned it into a no-hitter because he knew to get down to first base after a swinging strike three. He knew that behind him he saw the catcher have trouble with the ball. The catcher turned to run. He knew I got to get down to first base, and he is extremely fast. Uh, so the fundamentals uh, working out for Sam Haggerty, uh, my wife's cousin by marriage. He he does have uh, five steals already this year in his 22 games played, uh, hitting a robust 224. Uh, But it doesn't matter here because he's the hero of the day to at least thwart Means' effort at a perfect game. And like you said, it's the third inning. The only thing you can surmise at that point is, all right, Means has some pretty good stuff working. right? But you're not anticipating, one, that it's going to last – as it did, right? Because for the most part, I, I don't know that he'd gone past the seventh in any start in his career. This is a guy that almost quit baseball a few years ago because he didn't think it was happening, set up a LinkedIn job site and was a substitute teacher. And then uh, there were a lot of moments uh, related to his dad who uh, passed away uh, earlier uh, in in 2020, so in initials on the glove and in all of those moments, and friends of mine that uh, helped cover the team for the Orioles, like they were texting me, like what what a huge thing this was, talking about the guy and 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 what kind of you know kid he is. Uh, so that that's all just great stories. But you recognize the last two no hitters that we've had in Major League Baseball, kind of sucks the way they uh, got uh, the perfect games got screwed, right? Rodon yeah. hits the dude in the back foot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think he gave much of an effort, but that's fine. Uh, and here you have all all effort right here in getting down to first base. Think about blowing up the photo, right? That still, as the ball gets past the catcher, it's like it's it's a little bit blurry. It's like there it is right there. You can see it getting squirting free so I can sprint to first. And then I'll get it signed. Maybe he went and retrieved the ball. He's going to sign it. How'd you break up that no-hitter? What, what, a double, a triple? No, no, I struck out and ran down to first base when I got by the catcher. Yeah, breaking up that perfect game with that, man. Well, I mean, you know, hey, you're part of baseball history. It'll be part of the, uh, the Wikipedia page. It has to be.
Hey, uh, of course it is. That's like the number one thing. Hey, broke up a perfect game by uh, having the fundamentals to get down to first base. And oh, by the way, how much is this going to be shown? Every youth league coach. And, you know, I, I might show it to my girls going, this is why after strike three, if the ball gets by the catcher, you have to run down to first base, right? Because this is what happens, right? Because he, he could have not run and maybe gotten thrown out. And suddenly then it's a perfect game, which is pretty embarrassing to have a perfect game thrown against you. This is why you run down to first base. I have trouble well, you know, uh, teaching my girls on it, you know, uh, coaching Zoe's softball team, that you got to, even though they know they swing and they miss and the ball gets by the catcher and they hear a thousand people yelling, go, 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 go. And they still stand at the plate going, I don't understand. Oh, oh, I got to run. Oh, if you would just run right after, you would have been safe and we'd still be hitting. Uh, yeah, this is don't a Don't forget big... to expl- explain to the girls, though. Do as I say, not as I don't do. <laughs> this is this is how it is. It's going to teach you how to do things. And now, you know, clearly, I, I I am I am hated in Baltimore now for the rest of my life. I can't go to Baltimore. Well, I can't add go it there. to the list. Frostburg's got there. a whiteboard with names of people who are dead to us in the media world. Okay, uh, we'll have the other list of cities that you can no longer and states for that matter. Yeah, uh, yeah. that you can no longer even fly over. <laughs> my family has been my wife has been texting me like like information about sam like hey you know he's a big motown fan motown music is his favorite music i'm like we're talking about the game I'm like, what do you want to bring him on let's bring him on let's talk to him hey in the third inning did you recognize that you were really screwing up this guy's life the moment of his life with your hustle play Hey, describe what it was like to strike out and then run down to first base. Can we do that? This, this, we'd be the only show a guy would throw a no-hitter, and we'd talk to the guy that broke up the perfect game. That would be our show. That would, it would be our show. I kinda, I, Did you I get the ball dig, back? I'm with you on that. Can you sign that ball for me? Did, did you go up and apologize after he finished the job? Hey. I mean, like, what, what, what's, what do you do next? I want to give the ball to Zoe. Can you sign that ball so she can explain to people? What's that? Was it a home run ball? No, the guy. I struck out, but he got down to first base when it got by the catcher, and it ruined a perfect game, and it turned into a no-hit. Where are you going? Where are you going? I, 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 this is my biggest sports piece of memorabilia. That is, that is the longest inscription ever put on a baseball. Can I turn them into an NFT if I get that ball? Like, yeah. Can I make that a non-fungible token and make I money I believe you prob- probably could sell shares in it. Okay. All right. I'm wondering if I could. All right. I would like to. I'd like to get that baseball and sell shares. I don't know what you would value value it at. It might have a lot of meaning to the Means family. (laughs) Maybe to the Orioles, since it's been since the, you know, great uh, hirsute Jim Palmer pitched a no hitter. I mean, that's a long time ago. It is. It is a long. Fifty two years, baby. Come on. Like I said, that the last time happened was before I was born. The last time the O's had a no hitter, Uh, and then Jim Palmer made a lot of money uh, making doing underwear ads for good for him. Hey, the late seventies. I aspire to do the same in my late forties. Here, he's he. Yeah, he was just a really tall dude, and he was skinny, and he did underwear ads. Yeah, that's kind of what it was. It was weird. I, I never would have expected that. Hey, you know what? Get your cash. It's yeah. not only reserved for Joe Namath. Go get yeah. some. Okay. All right. All right. There we go. So NFT, if I can get that ball and have Sam autograph it, could, I can sell shares and it, it, be, yeah. it becomes a non-fungible token that I can. All right. I, I got to write that down. I got to write that down. Call Sam for non-NFT ball. All right. Great. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel, Juanquis, Selena, Selena, Celia Cruz, Azúcar, Harold G, La Bichota, Christina Aguilera, Extina, just to name a few. We're serving the whole story from rags to riches and all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez and I'm Joseph Carrillo and we're the host of Becoming an Icon season two. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. <laughs> tons of big NBA news to get to and tons and tons and tons of it. Joining us now on the hotline, the best, 
And when I say the best, I mean the best. Because our next guest, along with a couple of other writers from the L.A. Times, won first place in the Associated Press Sports Editors 2020 contest in Category A Breaking News. All right, there needs to be a better uh, a title for that. But uh, the winner, uh, along with Tanya Ganguly, Richard Winton, Sonia Coley, Ben Poston, is our next guest, friend of the show, Dan Wojcicki, who covers the NBA for the L.A. Times, Lakers insider. Dan, congratulations, man. Thank you. I'd like to puff my chest out about this, but I was just one of 17 other names on that story. So, so it was me and a, a small army of other reporters working together. Um, you know, it, it was actually, it was, it was crazy. Um, it was, the story was for, obviously the breaking news was um, the Kobe Bryant helicopter crash. And it, it, it's like, when I got the word today that we had won, I was like, oh, that was in the, that wasn't like 16 years ago. <laughs> It just feels like it was forever ago, but uh, yeah, it was cool. And and thanks. It's very sweet of you guys to bring it up, but um, let's get back to the normal business of just like talking Knicks power forwards. Um, What else can we talk about tonight? Um, I mean, just Knicks in general. Um, you know, let's, tonight let's wasn't the Knicks night. Real, I mean, yeah. look, hey, the how's the nights? Power Forward pod- podcast going? <laughs> it's good. Um, you, you know, it's it's really, really big in, in like the Eastern European countries for some reason. Um, <laughs> Eastern Europe. <laughs> we're getting a lot of we're getting a lot of downloads there. I wonder if it's just Oakley. Just rerouting it from a bunch of different places, just to kind of stick it to Dolan. It might, it might just be Charles Oakley doing it. I'm not sure exactly, but I'm not asking questions. I'm just taking the downloads and that advertising money every week. No, I Cash get it, and, and and I get that. Hey, you know, on the one night where the Knicks don't win, because you know the Knicks win every night now. The one night yeah. they don't win is when hey, let's talk more about you know they lost tonight. Okay, you know they look they cut it to sixteen. Unfortunately, the game was over. It just wasn't their <laughs> night tonight. That's all it was. Wasn't their night against the Nuggets. You know they're saving um, they're saving that good energy. Maybe it was like you know they got cropped out of that New Yorker cover by James Harden. That's uh. feelings maybe a little deflating. Uh, boy, what what a, what a what a dumb league this can be sometimes, where where things like this generate headlines and and like when I say dumb, I mean awesome dumb, because <laughs> like in what in what other in one other world does does one of your great stars just tweet the cover of the New Yorker? When would no. that ever happen? I didn't know the New Yorker was still around. I thought like the, if you said, "Oh, they haven't published a New Yorker in 25 years," I would say, "Oh yeah, that's probably right." I mean, I, I yeah. didn't know they still had the New Yorker. And you know, you know I, I, I look. I happen to know some people like in the clutch, you know, the clutch sports management world, and I, I don't want to. I, I said I would keep this a secret, but next week LeBron James is going to tweet an inside sport cover. Wait, it's going to be great. <laughs> Inside sports. Wow. All right. So, hey, so speaking of LeBron and the Lakers, he's not going to play yeah. tomorrow night. You know, the big game on TNT, Lakers-Clippers tomorrow night. Anthony Davis following uh, the big win over the Nuggets, which the Nuggets were clearly pissed off at, which is why they beat the Knicks by 50. Uh, he's mm-hmm. thumping his chest saying, we're back, we're back. Are you buying the Lakers are back? Or is it still, hey, you know what? I uh, still got some problems. I mean, the way this season's going, it was probably more like, my back, my back. (laughs) 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 It probably feels like what I would believe to be a more likely scenario. No, the Lakers aren't back. I mean, I I think, look, he looked a little back, which is Mm -hmm. good news. Um, He's going to have to be really, really good for the next three or four games or however long it's going to be on LeBron James. I think it's going to be longer than the one game. Um, I think that's a pretty safe bet. But, you know, who knows, right? Um, the guys surprised us before. 
but but I mean Anthony Davis, like this can't. I mean this has been sort of a lost year for him. Um, obviously the injuries were a part of it, but like he did not come in to, to camp in great shape. He did not play well early in this season. Like I, you know, I is kind of like a kid like you know like dipping a toe into like a Lake Michigan in February. Um, is sort of like that was sort of the enthusiasm he seemed to have for the first quarter of the season. Um, they they have no time for any of that. Like he has to be a max level superstar player. You want to be a top six player? All right, you gotta you gotta play like a guy who could conceivably, you know, earn MVP consideration, right? Which is a lot of people like idiots like me thought he would be this year. Um, it seemed like it was going to line up for that. He has not been the MVP by by any stretch, um, but they need him to be that sort of guy. And, you know, whether or not he can do that, it's a question for me. I think, look, um, and if he can't do it, he's got a pretty good excuse. The Lakers have nobody on their roster currently available that can pass him the ball um, with no LeBron James and Dennis Schroeder. I mean, that, those are your two best playmakers. Um, you know, you're going to you're gonna ask a lot of Alex Caruso over these next few games. Um, really important games for him in terms of his sort of future free agency this summer and stuff like that, like, can he actually be a point guard is, is sort of a big question. But, um, you know, Alex Crusoe free agency audition isn't the type of thing I think the Lakers had in mind for their last, like, week and a half of the season. Um, I didn't think that's where they thought they would be, uh, certainly not even after the injuries when they thought, like, this would be, like, part of their ramp-up. But instead, like it's been for so much of this year, it's just about hanging on at this point. Yeah, Alex Caruso now winning the title of best hustle guy with Joe Kim Noah not running around. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, I mean, he's a total menace. Like he, And I think, like, he's a good player, right? Like, he is a rotation-level player in the NBA. Um, that is different than saying, go run an offense and get Andre Drummond and Anthony Davis the ball. And, oh, by the way, like, we're going to need you, like, obviously, like, the Clipper point guard attack. I mean, Richie Jackson's been pretty good this year. But, like, on Friday, on Friday night, we're going to need you to guard Damian Lillard. And then on Sunday, we're going to need you to guard Chris Paul, too. Um, like, it, this is going to be tough. So what's the level of panic right now if we were sounding the alarm on the scale of 1 to 10 for where the Lakers are physically and uh, trying to defend this title? I mean, look, I, I, I mean, it's there's, like there's a reasonable amount of panic. I mean, I think, right, like, guys, I've said this to you guys all year. Um, I still think it's true. If Anthony Davis and LeBron James are close to 100% healthy, the Lakers will have a reasonable chance, almost regardless of what else happens, right? Like, those two guys are that good. Um my level of believing that that's possible has gone down. You know, obviously, like, the LeBron sort of re-aggravating the ankle, the I don't think I'll ever be 100% again type of stuff um, sits a little differently after you see him not be able to make it through two games on that ankle. Uh, I, there's cause for concern, certainly. I, I'm, I, I think while the play-in tournament is kind of spooky in general, um, I, I wonder if it's a little overblown for the Lakers, um, just sort of based on the format. Look, they would have to lose twice at Staples Center to not make the playoffs. And I'm not 100% sure, and I say this with with no disrespect intended, I'm not 100% sure that they wouldn't rather play Phoenix or Utah than the Clippers anyways. Um, Right? Like, I mean, you could make an argument about what the most dangerous matchup is in those scenarios, and you could certainly convince yourself that the Clippers are the most dangerous team. So I don't think the, the playing tournament's the end of the world, uh, but I think it's sort of what like LeBron said the other day. It's like, you know, it doesn't really matter where we end up if I'm not good, um, you know, physically. And that's sort of the that's the winning game right now. 
What does your gut tell you? Where you've seen the Lakers schedule the rest of the way? Right now, they're in sixth place by by a half game, one game in the loss column over Portland. Do they finish in the top six, or are they in the plan? Okay, so I, I can actually give you tangible proof as to where my gut is on this. Wow. Um, I, okay. I am going. I am going to be. Uh, I'm going to spend the final weekend of the regular season at the Mohegan Sun in Connecticut for the Hall of Fame inductions. Okay, like I will be there for this historic class. Um, I have not booked a plane ticket anywhere after <laughs> for that following Monday. <laughs> I have not booked a plane ticket back home to LA. I was supposed to maybe meet the wife and my, my, my lovely son in Chicago. I have not booked that plane ticket. Um, I have, I, I think they'll probably end up at the plane. But like, I don't know, this has been such a weird year. Um, you know, I mean, like, this is like, you don't want to think this way, but I mean, like, you know, aren't we just potentially, a, you're, you know, a positive test or a contact trace away from, you know, a team losing a great player that that's chasing the Lakers. I mean, like, it's, it's not like the Lakers are the only team that, that's susceptible to bad luck. Like, this could happen a lot of different ways to a lot of different teams. So, like, I think it'd be foolish to book any sort of ticket, um, you know, playing game or otherwise. But I think, um, you know, I'm very much in wait-and-see mode because it, it, it all does feel very uncertain. Dan Wojcicki with us, L.A. Times NBA writer with us as he is every week here at the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. All right, the the lay of the land for the Lakers, all right, is all fine. Can you can you be healthy? Can you make it through? Yep. We've talked a lot about Steph Curry. Uh, the the rest of the West, right? The Denver beats mm-hmm. up on the Knicks tonight. The Clippers quietly forty four and twenty two. To, to yep. discuss where where they're at seven and or six and four their last ten. Why are we not talking about them more? They're just not interesting because Kawhi doesn't talk. It just seems like they've been laying in the weeds because yeah. we've done a lot of love for pretty much every other team or derision when Luca and LeBron say stupid things. But the Clippers are just kind of mm-hmm. hanging out there. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean they've had a weird year too, right? Guys in and out of the lineup and stuff like that, and it does feel a little bit like a rerun with them. Um, but it's certainly, and, and, and that's right. Like nobody likes a rerun, um, you know, unless it's chopped. We like reboots. I'll, I will watch chopped reruns all day. That's the only <laughs> one. Um, but no, I think like, you know, it does just all feel like sort of familiar ground with them. Uh, but they're good. Um, and they're really deep, like really, really deep. Um, you know, it's funny. We talk about the, <laughs> the Lakers not having anybody who can bring up the ball and run the offense. Like, you know, the, the Clippers sort of have three of those guys, um, you know, now that Patrick Beverly's back. Um, Reggie Jackson has been fantastic this season, and people haven't paid attention. The, the headband and goggled Reggie Jackson, uh, paying homage to the original Reggie Jackson and his four eyes. Uh, like, like, I think, you, you know, he's been, he's been just like a – if the NBA had a comeback player of the year award, like he, you would talk about him. He's been that good. Um, you know, I think – Obviously, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are both are, are healthy and, and at the right time. Like they don't have Serge Ibaka back yet, but that doesn't even feel like that big of a deal. Um, just kind of based on their depth. Demarcus Cousins has done some nice stuff for them, giving them some good minutes. Rajon Rondo, I think, has been really good for sort of the overall attitude of that team and kind of gives them a, a piece they didn't have. Um, I mean, they seem like they've got a lot going for them, sort of save for the fact that they're the Clippers. And, like, it always just feels like there's some sort of, like, M. Night Shyamalan twist just, like, waiting for them, you know, around the corner. Um, so I, I think I think that's part of the reason. 
you know that, that that's not as a it's not a surprise like like Phoenix is. It hasn't been as much of like a boy. This team is really like the little engine that could push itself to this, like like the Utah Jazz. Um, you know, it hasn't been as drama drama full as the Lakers. It's just kind of just been a year um, for for a team that that does seem pretty dangerous. Now, again, there's that big that, that there's that huge sort of like well, like you're going to need to prove it to me quality that they have that no one else really has and 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 i I think that's probably a part of the reason but look like that tomorrow's gonna be a really hard game for the lakers if the clippers are engaged um i think you'll people will see just how much talent they have you can follow him on Twitter at Dan Wojcicki Sports. That's at Dan Wojcicki Sports. Also, his Power Forward Knicks podcast, plus a new podcast breaking down all the twists in every M. Night Shyamalan movie. Uh, he's got that coming up as well. You can hit him up on Twitter yeah. again is, at Dan Wojcicki Is that Sports. the podcast or is it? Maybe I'll bring you on M. Night Shyamalan and it'll all be about process era Sixers. <laughs> <laughs> or there just won't be a podcast at all, and you Could still be. get the downloads and the advertising. <laughs> hey, Dan, That's before you run away, yeah. yeah, before you run away, did you see how the uh, White Sox game ended earlier? I don't want to talk about it. I'm okay. sorry, guys, you're breaking up. <laughs> uh, I, I tried to do the same, but it's my show. I had to. Uh, <laughs> take it easy, buddy. Have fun. Okay. See you, Rules buddy. Rules are hard, guys. Rules are confusing. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, not for nothing, but coming up in about 20 minutes, we're going to get into the fact that the Dodgers were faced with the same situation Tony La Russa was earlier today, except Dave Roberts actually knew the rules. So for all well, the, he learned from watching yeah. social media. So look, so wow, for they're ev- killing him. So for every look, every time the Dodgers lose, it's Dave Roberts' fault, right? It's always <laughs> Dave Roberts' fault. Anytime he trends, I know the fans are upset with something he did, but he didn't pull what Tony Larusa pulled. So there is that. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Juan Gabriel, Juan Gis, Selena, Selena, Celia Cruz, Azúcar, Carol G, La Bichota, Cristina Aguilera, Extina, just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening, MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all star. And speaking of all stars, All Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest, I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio. The Papa Roach Show. I'm Jason Smith with my best <laughs> friend Mike Harmon. Are you, are you uh, Papa or Roach? Uh, uh, boy, when I was younger, I think Roach would have been a cool nickname. But not now, no, I'll, I'll be Papa now. Yeah, I'll be Papa now. But you that means you're indestructible. I'll be Roach. Okay, oh, man, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> I just want to step on you as you run across my floor. Bring it. Um, so today there was no shortage of Aaron Rodgers stories. And coming up next hour, we're going to tell you the chances of the four teams he could get traded to uh, in the NFL this offseason, because that's exactly what's happening. Jets. But we had, we had, I wish, oh, come on, I'd, I'd, I'd trade Zach Wilson for Aaron Rodgers. I just wanted second. to see what your response would be. And that, that was exactly what I expected. Uh, we uh, had. The, the 49ers and Broncos are accused of tampering with Aaron Rodgers. Oh, great. Brett, Brett Favre saying he doesn't expect uh, Aaron Rodgers to go back to Green Bay this season. And then there was the report that Aaron Rodgers has been telling free agents in the NFL, I'm not going to be back with Green Bay in 2021. If you're thinking about Green Bay, no, don't know what you think, what you're looking at, but I'm not going to be back there in 2021. Well, he also 
Compare the other dude to uh, Jerry Krause. <laughs> yes, yes, that was great comparing Brian Gunnikoons to Jerry Krause. Every, like, like I guess as a team, they watched Last Dance together. Uh-huh, yeah. There's a lot of folk squad that would have no idea who the hell Jerry Krause was. I, I got to explain to millennials who Jerry Krause is. I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it's really difficult. Uh, but if only there was somebody who told you, oh, I don't know, a year ago at this time that 2020 was going to be the last year for Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Oh, I know I did. It was me. As soon as they drafted Jordan Love, that was it. Rodgers was going to spend this year in Green Bay, and then he was going to go. This was how it was going to end. Rodgers is a different guy. He doesn't forget when you get sl- when he gets slighted. Whether you agree or disagree with him, it doesn't matter. He was mad enough, and you knew this was going to be it. This wasn't going to be forgive and forget. We can figure things out. This isn't Russell Wilson in the Seattle Seahawks. This is, okay, you want to go up and draft Jordan Love? Okay, now you watch what happens. And he plays this year, and he wins the MVP, and then he says, blank you, I can't come back there. And it's going to end with him being traded, and he's going to be somewhere else in 2021. That's how this story is going to end. You can blame Aaron Rodgers. You can blame the Packers. Whose fault is it more? We Like I said, it's going to be a daily – we're going to have daily Aaron Rodgers stories every day until this trade happens, and it's going to happen. But it makes no, but it makes no difference how you feel because Rodgers will be an ex-member of the Packers, and as soon as they drafted Jordan Love, you knew that was going to happen. And the Packers knew it was going to happen. And that's why it's kind of surprising to see them play the card of, oh, we're going to talk to him and try to figure this out. We're not going to trade him. We'll do all this. They want him gone. They knew that was going to happen, and that's where we are right now. I told you it was going to happen. This is just part of the next phase. Rodgers is gone, and it's not, it has nothing anybody can do about it now. Everything is too much, has gone too far uh, outside where it can come back. I mean, really, after this, can you see Aaron Rodgers saying, hey, it's all good. We, we you know, I talked. We, you know, we talked. And I talked to Gutekunst and we're, and we're good. No, of course not. That's not going to happen. <laughs> too much stuff has happened. Aaron Rodgers has said and implied too many things. He is not going back there. And he will sit out until they trade him. That's it. People forget. Oh, he's not going to sit. He'll sit. He'll sit because he knows the Packers have to trade him because it doesn't do them any good to let him sit and not exchange him as a big asset. You're not going to succeed as a football team. You're going to go in with Jordan Love and try to win? Good luck in seeing 5-11 and 11 going, oh boy, now we're really stuck. He will sit. He's that kind of guy. You underestimate him at your own risk. He will sit. Eventually he'll get traded. He'll report and have another, you know, four or five years in an NFL career. That's how this is going to happen. I like the way you said that, and there was nothing we could do about it. I'm thinking about this situation like Joe Pesci when he thinks he's getting made in Goodfellas and then the call goes to De Niro (laughs) he's gone what do you mean he's gone he's gone that's it and it was nothing we could do about it. And then <laughs> he's all mad, he, and he pushes pushes the uh, telephone booth over. Uh, look, there's so many wrinkles to this story, and we've yet to hear Rodgers address any of it directly. You had the uh, through Mike Tirico comment as part of the Kentucky Derby. You've got this, uh, I hate the GM message. Not only are the, is he calling him Kraus while sending out messages to teammates reportedly. Like Now, now we got to start getting some of the uh, – you know, the veracity of these things, because it's really getting kind of wild. Every day there's another story uh, that starts going. But, you know, with the love, you could have traded love, right? Where was he evaluated uh, amongst these quarterbacks this year's draft? I wondered about that. Uh, They reportedly also offered him a record-breaking contract to make him feel better. Uh, In 
look, if they do go 5-11, and 11, though, they'll be in a prime position to draft a wide receiver to help Jordan Love next year. You like that? That was pretty yeah. good, wasn't it? No, I like that. I like that. <laughs> but I look, like in that. theory, like, but but he's got to be realistic. It doesn't mean you've, you've got to treat him with kid gloves, right? Because if, if drafting Jordan Love's the thing that really cheese you off to that level, eventually father time comes for you, and you've been hurt a bunch. So, you know, you've also got to be realistic about the situation. they got to look out for the squad, too. Mm. He is gone, 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 and we told you this a year ago. Again, we're like an NFL insider show here. Uh, Coming up next, how about a hot take on one of the Aaron Rodgers potential destinations and proof that Dave Roberts is no Tony La Russa? I'm sorry, buddy. We got to do it. That's next. That's okay, buddy. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.